What's up, Degenerates? Listen to League Number Three, the Speed Draft. How you guys doing tonight? I'm joined with uh, special guest, Mr. Eric Defusco, back out of retirement for one show only. How you doing tonight, Eric? Special guest, special person for a spe- as a special <laughs> guest. I'm doing pretty good. Speed Draft. I think pretty sure this was the last league to finish. Definitely was the last league to finish. Almost positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was whatever. Like it, I knew it was going to get done before the season started. So I was like, yeah, we had plenty of time when it started. Yeah. Plus, I had number one pick, so it wasn't really too like the way that it was going. Like I woke up in the morning to go to work. I made my two picks, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm done for the day." Yeah, because <laughs> I knew it wasn't coming back around. Right. It just, yeah, whatever. We got it, through it. it took no, a week I mean, almost. It, it kind of worked out because uh, the number three pick, Mile High, is in Europe, so you were able to make yours in the morning, uh, and then he'd at least be able to make. One of his during the day, and, and uh, sometimes get the second one in. So, kind of a time thing because of the time zones and whatnot. Your, your league's rather spread out around the country here and over in Europe. So, whereas like my league has a couple international guys, most of us are East Coast, and then you know, a couple West Coast guys ended up on the other end. So, it actually worked out pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Plus, good chunk of my league, actually a quarter of them, I think I fucking I know very well because they've been playing in the Degenerates League. Yeah, uh, with me for years. Some of them, some of them, one of them since the beginning. So ten yeah. years running. Yeah, so. so I knew I knew what to expect with with them. <laughs> you know what you get. Love them, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're listening to League Three. We're gonna do the uh, judgment for this tonight. Rosters for the uh, the five leagues are one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flexes, and six bench spots. No special settings, five-point t- uh, passing touchdowns for quarterbacks. Um, yeah, that's like the only, I guess, Yeah, unorthodox scoring setting because I guess, you know, standards four. But right. Yeah, that's only yeah, that's, that's a little bit different. Uh, one-point PPR. No premium for tight ends or anything like that. So, anything, uh, yeah. Anything I've missed? Are you ready to jump in? Um, no, I'm I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready for football. I know we're less than a week away from the yeah. date of recording this, so I know we all are. All I think everybody 60 is fucking yeah. members. Yeah, definitely ready for Thursday. Everything should get a lot easier after Thursday, and everything starts to set lineups. So, is the play? I got a quick question, yep. just kind of more related to the leagues as a whole. How are the playoffs working? Kind of like same as last year. So it'd be the same as last Higher year. Score. The the championship matches for all five leagues. Whoever wins each of those matches, the highest score of those five people will win the grand prize. Second place, third place, etc. So there'll be the grand prize, and then four other prize packs that tier down. Nice. So every champion will get every champion some type of a package. Yeah. Aside from bragging rights that you did actually win your league, every 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 league winner will get something. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I I don't lose the fucking championship again this year. That was that was bad. I made it all hopefully the way I make the playoffs. Yeah, I think I was fifth out of six people. So. Didn't, didn't end well. Had a good season and it didn't end well. But it 
Alright, let's jump into yours. It's time for judgment. Number one pick again. So Eric left out. Got the huh. number one pick. Great Cornholio at the one one takes Jonathan Taylor. Second round came back. You took uh, Leonard Fournette, and then followed that up with AJ Brown in the third. Grabbed Allen Robinson in the fourth. Brandon Cooks in the fifth. Took Hunter Renfro in the sixth. Green Hunt in the seventh. Um, took Naheem Hines in the eighth. Burks in the ninth. Uh, Trey Lance for your quarterback in the tenth. Tyler Algier in the eleventh. Isaiah McKenzie in the twelfth. Josh Palmer in the 13th, Sony Michelle in the 14th, and then the Broncos defense at the end. Um, curious why you handcuffed uh, Taylor with Hines. Is it just in case Taylor gets hurt? Um, I don't. So I, I think Hines is going to rebound this year. I think he's going to kind of be more like 2020 Hines than 2021 Hines. It was kind of a like a brain goof, I guess. Yeah, but that's more than um, what I was wondering because I I think he has some standalone value. That's, that's yeah. Why I was it, curious. It's one of those where it's like I I kind of made it and kind of forgot. Like, oh crap, I have Taylor. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I don't really like depending on the situation. I don't really. It doesn't bother me. But it was one of those. I made the pick and I kind of looked up and I was like, oh yeah, fuck, I got Taylor. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think. Worst case scenario, I could play them both. Will I? Probably not. Right. Unless there's an injury. What I was really hoping to get was the player who was picked right before him in Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, Yeah, he would have fit well with your lineup. I mean, you're set well with Taylor and Fournette. you got four solid wide receivers, so you won't even need to flex a running back except for bye weeks. Um, I think Hunt's fine. That's a solid number three, three running back core. I like Ertz when you grabbed him. Um, if Lance works out, it's a great pick for uh, fantasy value, especially with his legs. If not, you can grab a guy in the waiver wire. You got him late enough. It's, it's not a huge deal. Um, and then a couple of dart throws later on. I think Algier has a pretty good season in Atlanta. I know uh, <laughs> I know we did this song and dance last year with it, with the uh, Atlanta running back coming out of the draft, too. And that didn't work out, but I think we got a better shot this year at it. Um, Palmer's a nice start throw. And then Sony Michelle going to the Chargers. He's a, a good handcuff with uh, Eckler, and I think he might see some goal line work. And, you know, late in the season, when you actually need him, he might be uh, might be flexibility as well. So, all in all, not a bad draft at all from the, from the one spot. What uh, – what complications did you have when you were when you were drafting, um, other than like not getting Stevenson in the uh, in the eighth? So this is now, but so for the record, I have now had the number one pick in four redraft leagues. I've had it in three of them. Like I'm kind of I'm so sick of it. Like I've had one, 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 and five, and this I did the same thing in the other league in this league. So one of the guys I'm really in on is Michael Pittman this season, this season. I think he's going to, I think he's got a pretty good shot of breaking into the top eight, maybe even top five. In the second I took AJ Brown, I said, 
why didn't you take Pittman? Yeah. And I did the same thing in the other league I drafted in yesterday. I took Mike Evans, and I said, why didn't you take Pittman? Like, if you're that in on him, why didn't you take him? Because I want to play the – I don't want to have too much exposure to one guy game, but – Yeah, but I mean – Sometimes there's always a couple guys where it's like – Well, where you took Taylor here, I wouldn't want to take Pittman. You know what I mean? Because I I would hate to have two guys in that offense. I would too, but I wouldn't be too worried either with this team because I think think Pittman's going to be heavily targeted. And I think he's going to be good. I think Taylor will be fine too. Even I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little not like super concerned about Taylor, but I, I he's got to score. He's got to score a lot of touchdowns to to stay in the top five. I yeah. think Taylor, like he he put up what, 18 or something last year. I, like he he's got to, and he probably will. I mean, I don't I don't envision him not being on the field in the red zone on the goal line. Yeah. So I think he'll be fine. I think he'll he'll get enough touchdowns. But without those, t- if he has a dip, if he even if he goes down to twelve touchdowns, like that's gonna hurt his. He doesn't catch the ball a lot. No. He's not no, and involved that's, in the passing game a lot. You know, that's that's why they have Hines. So, yeah. If he, I mean, I would expect some touchdown regression, but uh, because I think some of those eighteen touchdowns that they had was because Wentz sucked. So mm-hmm. they fed Taylor. If Matty Ice can can be some semblance of his former self. Yeah, I think a decent amount of those touchdowns could go in the air instead of uh, on the ground. So he, he very mo- very well might regress a little bit with the touchdowns. So it's a valid concern. Yeah, I mean, all in all, with my team, I, I'm I'm I don't love it. Um, I I like the other two teams I've done so far better. Than this one, I, I was fine getting Fournette the two twelve. I'm like, that's great. I, I think Fournette's going to be uh, very good once again. Like last year, I mean, I know there's some O line concerns. They've had a lot of injuries, and they've lost. I think they lost one at least one guy to free agency. Yeah, they lost Jensen for the season. I think somebody else got hurt on the line too for the season. I'm pretty so there is a little concern there, but I think Fournette will be fine. He's gonna get he's gonna get looks in the passing game. He, he's going to be the primary ball carrier in Tampa and Brady's back and that that team should be scoring a decent amount of points week to week I would believe the only yeah. thing like I'm AJ Brown I'm I'm kind of iffy on him I kind of just took him like well because I'm not I'm, I'm like I don't hate him but I don't love taking him in the third round like especially at the 3-1 like it's, it didn't feel good mm-hmm but I'm like, I'm going to take him anyways, just in case he does exceed my expectations. You know what I mean? Because I think he can. I think he's got the talent. It's more so the situation. Can Hurts get him the fucking ball accurately? Supposedly Hurts has looked okay. I didn't really watch much of their preseason, but from what I've read, they said Hurts has looked like he's made some strides this year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I feel like with Robinson, Cooks, and Renfro, I like all those receivers. I just... If I'm being honest, I don't think either of them are like difference makers like Debo Samuel was last year or Jamar Chase. Right. Like guys like I don't think they're like top twelve catapult guys. Like they're safe. Like they're they'll, good floor all guys. three of them. Will, yeah, they're good floor guys. All three of them will probably finish as wide receiver twos. Yep. Wide receiver ones, probably not. Um, I wish maybe I would have taken somebody who had a little bit more upside. 
yeah. instead of one of them three, possibly. But I mean, AJ and, Brown, I think does. I think he finishes as a one. I think his talent is enough that it can make up for the shortcomings that Hurts has. And I think it's possible that Renfro could catapult up with McDaniel's leading the offense, and if they use him like they did with Edelman and Walker in New England, uh, you know, on a offense that's got a better receiver in Devontae Adams than we ever had. I think it helps. I think Renfro could, you know, be in that mid-range instead of a lower range as a wide receiver, too, and, and give you some big weeks. Um, but, yeah, you don't have that big wow guy that uh, mm. that maybe uh, like taking like, Tyreek um, or, or something like that could have brought for you. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Like, there's a guy that, like, people think can catapult into, like, the top 12 yeah. just because of the way he ended the season. Or even... Uh, even Marquise Brown. Some people think Marquise Brown's going to make you. I don't know. I think he'll be all right. I don't know if he's going to make that big of a leap. He has shown flashes, but like maybe looking back on it, maybe and taking brand, maybe instead of taking Brandon Cooks, I take one of them instead. And maybe I don't know. But and then looking at it, like Naheem Hines, I probably should have taken Michael Carter. Yeah, who went like six picks later. Yeah, just because um I, I think Michael Carter is actually pretty. We'll get to him later, but uh, he's actually a pretty good dis- discount so far. He's a uh, huge I, discount. I been grabbing him everywhere I can. So yeah, that that's the one guy I saw that I would have probably done the same, taking him instead of Hines. And uh, your team looks a little bit better. I, I agree with you with the with the wide receivers. I, I like the ones you have, but they're they're pretty much floor guys. It's not a huge. They're, they're safe. So yeah, which is good to have. It's great to have. But it's I like to have a little bit of balance. I like to have a, a couple safe guys and a couple guys that. A little more upside baked in, I guess. Yep. Like like we just touched on a couple guys, Amon Ra. Who else? I mean, Amon Ra in that range. Um, Godwin went after. I probably, I might have taken Godwin. You know, where you started out with Brown and Robinson, you you could miss a couple games with Godwin, knowing that you're going to follow up with another wide receiver in the next couple of picks. Um, That's probably the one I would have taken, looking at the, the... the guys that went the next two rounds, I think I would have probably taken Chris Godwin for the upside that he has. Because he definitely can put you in, you know, to a top top ten, if not higher, a wide receiver with Brady there. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's not a bad team. I think I can work with it. Uh, I think I hopefully can make the playoffs. I get a like I like Isaiah McKenzie getting him late. Yeah, I think he's uh serious potential to be Cole Beasley. Uh, reincarnated, basically. Yeah, it's possible. Everything I'm reading is that he is, he's the slot guy. Everything I'm reading, everything I am seeing. I mean, he didn't when the when the starters were out, he was out. Yeah. When the starters played, he played. Jameson Crowder was playing when the starters were sitting out. Yeah. So everything is pointing towards Isaiah McKenzie playing, winning, earning the st- the starting slot receiver job. That's been pretty valuable. It wasn't too valuable last year, but in the no, past, it's been valuable. You had a, a low-end wide yeah. receiver, too. I mean, <clears throat> wide receiver three in that range. So it, as long as he doesn't lose some work to Crowder and he is the guy, then I think I think you're right. But, I mean, that late, it's worth the dart throw. You know what I mean? It's worth the chance. So uh, All in all, I don't mind your team at all. I, I, I like it. Like I said, it's a lot of floor plays. Um, 
but that could work out for you. Could carry you right through, and then if a couple of those guys have big weeks in the playoffs, you're right there. So, um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna start out. I'm gonna give you a six point eight, and then uh, I can always come back. Kind of what ballpark do you put yourself in? Uh, I'm gonna give myself a humble seven point one. Right. This is a little over a seven. I think it's. A, I don't think it's like, like I said. I wish I had a little bit more upside plays baked in there, especially at the wide receiver position, especially with the two flexes. So we'll see. Uh, you might have to change safe. it when we get through, but you know your league better than I do. So let's uh, let's move on to Mega Mark at the one point two, and uh, while you run down his uh, his team and let it, let us know where he sniped you. Picks that uh, you were hoping that that might make it to you, other than the uh, Stevenson pick. Yeah, I think it, I think Stevenson was the really the only true snipe. I was kind of hoping to get uh, Elijah Moore, but I had a chance passed on him. Yeah. So Stevenson was the true one I was hoping to get, but yeah. So Mega Mark, second overall pick, went with Christian McCaffrey. Very common spot where he's going in the first round. Followed up with Kyle Pitts. At the two eleven, yeah, I've seen him go there, but mostly he goes in the third. Yeah. James Connor, he then followed it up with James Connor at the three hundred two, which I like that pick. Then he went back to back wide receiver uh, Terry McLaurin at the four eleven, and then DK Metcalf at the five two. And he took the running back that nobody seems to want in David Montgomery at the six eleven, and he took the guy I just mentioned Elijah Moore at the seven two. Sniped from Andre Stevenson for me at the 8-11. Took Robert Woods at the 9-2. Chase Claypool at the 10-11. Took his first quarterback in the 11th round with Derek Carr. Then he took the IR stash known as Jamison Williams in the 12th. He took a backup tight end in David Njoku in the 13th. Took Justin Fields in the 14th. A little bit of a wasted pick to me, but it's only a 14th round pick. Who cares? Yeah. And he took the L.A. Chargers defense to end his draft in the 15th round, which should be a pretty damn good defense with all them pieces they added. Yeah, I think the Chargers defense is pretty solid. So, uh, CMC second overall, I cannot fault it. I cannot fault anybody who passes over him. I cannot fault anybody for taking him. I just took him first overall yesterday because I don't want complete exposure to Jonathan Taylor. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to take McCaffrey. If McCaffrey stays healthy, you're in the money. You probably got the locked and loaded RB1. Kyle Pitts at the – I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I like in a non-premium, I don't like it that much. I don't like it in the second round. Yeah. I'm fine with James Conner in the third. I think James Conner's getting a little, I don't know. He's somebody I like teeter-totter with every week. Like, I think he's getting disrespected one week, then I think he's getting overhyped. Like, he was very touchdown dependent. Like, he was not very efficient. But I still think that team's going to be fine, and I think he's going to have plenty of opportunity to score. So I think he'll be decent still. Like, he's a good third-round pick, I think. Um, receivers, McLaurin, Metcalf. I, I really like Elijah Moore. I love that pick. Robert Woods, too, is another one. Uh, um, 
Yeah, it looks like he's going to play like he's good. Like week one. Yeah. yeah, so I like that pick as well. Chase Claypool, I liked at the start of the summer, by the end of the summer. No, thank you. Uh, it is looking like that it's going to be a George Pickens' job to lose. Don't know how much is going to be there for Claypool. It's still it's a tenth round pick. It's it's not like it's not going to kill you, but may I probably would have went a different way there personally. Jameson Williams, like I said, he's an IR stash. See what happens if he plays this year. I not personally not somebody I'm looking for much in redraft, just because I think he's going to at least miss half the season. I just I get it, I do, but I'm not just not not a move I'm looking to make. I don't think it's a bad team. I don't think it's the best team. Not even like I think there's teams that are definitely better. I don't really, man. I, I'm having a hard time, like kind of putting a score on this. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think his team's as good as yours. Um, I mean, there's pieces that are that are better. I mean, McCaffrey and, and Taylor's kind of a wash. I'm gonna say Fournette and, and Connor kind of a wash. Fournette probably gets a little bit of an edge. Um, your wide receivers are better. Obviously, Pitts is a better tight end than Ertz, but. I, th- I think the quarterbacks are wash. I, I like them a little bit better myself, but uh, I think they're probably close enough right now. And it's not that big a deal. I just I like your wide receivers better. I like I like Moore on his side. I like Woods, um, and I do like Metcalf. But uh, yeah, I'm talking I, I about- like I like Metcalf too. I'm not like. A lot of people are way down on Metcalf. I think he's. I think people are way too down on him. Like yeah. he shouldn't be going in the fifth round. Yeah. In the no, fifth I, round, I, I think he's a smash. Like, I actually believe it was in this league. I'm trying to remember if it, I almost thought about taking Metcalf, or I can't. It was either this one or the one I just did, where I thought about taking Metcalf and I didn't. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. And it's just because I'm like in the fifth round. I'm like. he's still DK Metcalf, man. Like, he played games with Geno last season, and he had great games. He had good games with them. Metcalf's going to have good games with whoever the quarterback is. If it's Locke, if it's Geno, if it's it's the guy working at Starbucks. He's just that good of an athlete. That's kind of why I wasn't worried that much about A.J. Brown in Philly, um, because he's just that good of a a wide receiver. So, like, I, I, I think Terry's the one that hangs me up, and we talked about this on my my redraft is this afternoon with uh, with the two guys from my league. And it's like, you know, McCoy's there. You're looking at him. Why don't you want to take him? You can't really come up with a reason. But the reason is Carson Wentz. Um, so uh, it's tough to, to grade McLaurin and be in on him with Wentz being his quarterback. So... I mean, maybe he has a good season, but I mean, last year, you know, last year he finished as a wide receiver 25, the year before that, wide receiver 20, the year before that, his first year, he's wide receiver 29. So he's never really had a good quarterback, and he's never really finished other than you know, his highest finish is the wide receiver 20. So that's your wide receiver one. That to me is a little bit concerning, where there was a few other guys, I think. That might have been better choices there. 
to, to be your first wide receiver. Um, but I think that the pitch grab in the second kind of is what sets that in motion. So I think it's it's a decent team. Uh, I don't think it's as good as yours. Uh, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a six point five. Yeah, and that, that's that's the thing. Like I understand. I understand why people want to get an elite tight end on their team because they can be difference makers. They can create, like you have a Kelsey, an Andrews, a Pitts, um, a Darren Waller, at least before this year. I, I personally, I'm a little concerned about Waller as far as his target share goes because I think Devontae Adams is going to eat into that a little bit, but that's a separate topic. Um, I, I get wanting to have one because it can, it can absolutely be such a difference maker and such a separator compared to the, the rest of your league. It's just you have to spend such a premium pick on them guys. You just have to adjust your draft. Yeah, you sacrifice, you know, like he sacrificed a a Leonard Fournette and A.J. Brown, a Mike Evans, a a Pittman, a Hill. Yep. Two take Pitts. If Pitts hits, he's probably laughing in our face. Right. I mean, Pitts was pretty decent last year. I think he, because he had so much buzz coming into his rookie year, I think he just like he he had 110 targets, he had 68 catches, he only had one touchdown. That's so. the touchdown. He had the yards. Yep. It was just the one touchdown. Yeah, it I was a little dif- disappointing, but it wasn't ex- like yeah. But they're not scoring. Terrible. That's the thing. Like, and I don't expect that to change much this year either. So, I think Pitts kind of performs right around where he was. Hopefully, he gets a couple more touchdowns. But he's still going to be, you know, tight end five, tight end six, with the potential to finish in the inside the top five with a few more touchdowns. But I don't know that I want to, you know, it's just it's tough when you take him that early because you have to adjust your draft strategy a little bit. And knowing, you know, knowing how many running backs go in the first three rounds, you can't really skip on Connor there. Because if you do, you're, you're getting, you know, best case like a like a Dobbins or a Mitchell, but worst case you're, you're getting like Ceh. So it's tough there. Ugh. And if you don't take, you know, if you take Connor, you take a Zeke running back in that area. You have to settle for McLaurin or Mike Williams. And you don't get that top end wide receiver for your number one, so it's just a sacrifice you have to make. At least he didn't take a quarterback in the top five with it, so he was able to still build a reasonable roster. And uh, I know Mark will make some moves during the season, so it won't uh, it won't look like this for the whole season. But what do you have for Mark for for a grade on his? Uh yeah, I gave Mark a six point one. I like I I don't mind his running backs. I I'm good with the running back courts, like you said, it's kind of with you with like the receivers and that Pitts pick just it's like I said, it's just it never feels good to me taking a tight end in the second round. But it's like you said, especially it's not even premium, so Right. It's just the receivers are a little shaky. I like the running backs. He got Carr at a good pretty good fucking pick. Yep. Derek Carr in the eleventh round, I think it's solid. And yeah, it's just some receiver concerns. And like I said, that second round pick on that second round pick on Pitts is just 
Yeah, I feel like it kind of hurt. Yeah. So we'll move, to, we'll move to the third spot to Mile Heisenberg. And uh, takes Austin Eckler in the first, takes Mark Andrews in the second. So we'll be able to see how his second-round tight end draft turns out. Uh, Mike Evans in the third, Mike Williams in the fourth, Alvin Ross St. Brown in the fifth. He's able to grab Chase Edmonds in the sixth, Joe Burrow in the seventh, uh, Miles Sanders in the eighth, Daryl Patterson in the ninth, Tyler Boyd in the tenth, uh, Daryl Henderson in the eleventh, Miko Hardman in the twelfth, the Ravens defense in the thirteenth, Van Jefferson in the fourteenth, and grabs Christian Watson with his 15th round pick. So I like the way he built his roster much better with taking Andrews. Um, you know, he took Eckler at the 1-3. I think that's a great pick. And he takes Andrews for, for the, uh, you know, the tight end. Um, and then he follows it up with Mike Evans. So he's got that number one guy. He takes uh, Mike Williams after that for big upside guy, and then he takes another solid wide receiver, we believe, uh, with Amon Ross St. Brown, and then is able to get that second running back and chase Edmonds in the sixth round. So I like what he did with those picks. I like where he grabbed Burrow, um, and then he followed up with a couple more running backs that have some potential. And uh, then he grabs Tyler Boyd. If, if you know Higgins or Chase misses any time, Boyd's a great flex option there. And uh, then he's got a few more dart throws with Hardman, Jefferson, and uh, Watson. And he grabs Henderson, who I think still has a pretty decent role in that offense. So I like his roster construction much better with taking that tight end in the second round uh, than I do with Marks. Uh, I think he handled it much better. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little better about his receivers than I do. I feel a little better about Mike Evans, Mike Williams, St. Brown, than McLaurin, Metcalf, Moore. You know, just looking at their first three, comparing the two, you yeah. know, their first three wide receivers versus first three. And I'm kind of in the same boat, like I think seeing that. Plus getting Chase Edmonds in the sixth, I think he's not, he's, it's not a bad RB2. It's not a great feeling RB2 because I'm kind of in on Chase this this season, but I just feel like it's a matter of time before he gets hurt. Yeah. And I think he'll be great. Until he gets hurt, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I ain't fucking too bullish about Miles Sanders and Cordero Patterson. No, I am would want not have. I do not want to have to depend on one of them to fill in that void. Daryl Henderson, like we've like you said, he actually might have some standalone value because it's everything is spelling like the Rams are deploying a fifty-fifty committee yeah. this season. So, and Acres has already been battling some some soft tissue uh, injuries throughout camp. So he's not really even going into the season healthy. Plus, he's just coming off a torn Achilles. Right. So Henderson could, before you know it, by week four, be back in the uh, starting role. Right. I mean, there's always guys that pluck up on waivers, but it's not. A, if if Edmonds can stay healthy, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I think so too. I, yeah. Like I'm. I'm fine with Sanders. I was a little higher on him in the off season. Uh, he's got the hamstring injury coming into the, to the season now. See how that will, you know, how that hurts him. Uh, Patterson, I'm I'm down on. I'm kind of out on him, but we'll see what happens. I mean, we were out on him last year, and he had 
a great year. So I don't think he repeats that. I think people are wise to it. Uh, and I do think Algier probably takes over that backfield. We'll have to see what happens here. But yeah, overall, um, I like his team a little bit better than Mark's. Uh, not quite as much as I like yours. So I'm going to change Mark to a 6.4. And I'm going to give Mile Heisenberg a 6.6. Yeah, I gave uh, Walter White over here a 6.7 just because, one, I, I <laughs> split in hairs, but I like Mark Andrews better than Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, shocker. Um, and, and like I said, I, I just I like the receivers better. I'm in on Edmonds. I hope he stays healthy because I think he's going to potentially. I don't think he's I don't think Edmonds is going to be top 12. Don't get that twisted, but I think he's going to be a great two. I think he can finish like RB15 if he can stay healthy. So seeing that, I'm not really big about the depth behind there outside of Henderson. And some of the late round guys like Christian Watson, I I don't know. Not my cup of tea, but this is all subjective. This is what I think. Like some people love throwing darts on Watson late. I don't. Van Jefferson, he's going to have spike weeks. He'll be okay. Then he's going to have weeks where he completely disappears. But if a guy gets hurt, he's he's the next man up, so I get it. Yeah. So yeah, six point seven. I think he's a little better than Mega Mark. Uh but yeah, I think my team comparing him is still just a little better than his. Yep, I would agree. Um lead us through uh the fourth spot and Woody C. Woody C. He went he went whew. he said FRB's the first three picks. Listen to this. What do you see? Went Justin Jefferson at the one four, Devontae Adams at the two nine, and Tyreek Hill at the three four. Who would have thought you'd be doing that this year? Yeah. Who would have thought you'd have them three guys with no no keeper, straight redraft? Not a chance. Like it's crazy. How much just from year to year, how much everything changes. And he still he follows it up. He grabs Travis Etienne on the fourth, which Complete swing for the fence move, which is kind of what you got to do. Like when you when you go three wide receivers like that, you kind of got to take a guy like fuck it. I'm gonna yep. go for Etienne and just hope he hope he shoots to the moon. Then he followed that up with Patrick Mahomes in the fifth. AJ Dillon, very popular, uh, sixth round, fifth round pick in some leagues. In the sixth round, he took him. Mari Cooper in the seventh. Kenneth Walker in the eighth. Pat Fryermuth in the ninth. I will lock it in the 10th. Holy crap, he's fallen. Then he went with the Rams defense in the 11th. Isaiah Spiller in the 12th, a guy I was kind of had high hopes on beginning of the summer, but as camps and preseason went on, completely off my board. Yeah. It, um, then he went up with Irv Smith, Brian's lover. Uh, I'm sorry. Former lover. Former lover. Yep. Uh, Brian loves him some Irv Smith. I do too. I think he's. I think it's a great pick in the thirteenth. He took Rashad White in the fourteenth, and he closed out with a second defense. He went with the New Orleans Saints in the fifteenth round. Man, yeah, you can't hate them receivers. No, starts out great. Um, starts out I great. I love Jefferson. I love Jefferson. Oh, the Adams. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the Jefferson Adams Hill. I, I love that yeah. start. You know, and, and I like the ET pick there. I hate the Mahomes pick. It completely derails the roster that he's building. And then, like, after that, 
Dylan's fine. You know, I'm okay with that. Um, Cooper is what it is. You're, you're open for an upside play within. Like, we already know Walker has a hernia at this point. Then you take Lockett. There was better options after that. And then you take two defenses and two tight ends. Uh, yeah. I, I like to start. I, I just don't know what happened. Like to start, don't like to finish? Yeah. Uh, no. I do not like to finish. I don't like the second half of the draft. Other than Fryer move. But I like Irv Smith too, don't get me wrong, but I don't not into two defenses, two tight ends. Uh, I take two take two of one of them. Uh, preferably the tight end. Uh, and that way you, you have a guy you can drop for your second quarterback defense uh, and tight end for the bye weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't know if Woody was looking at matchups. And he looked at the Rams and saw they were playing the Bills Week One, and he was like, "Uh, eh, I don't, I don't know if he's just kind of, I don't know." I yeah, don't, it, which is possible. Process, like, I don't know if that maybe came up with like he saw they were playing the, the you know, what I mean, like I just said, he saw they were playing Buffalo Thursday night, opening opening night of the season. He was like, "Ah, uh, maybe let me look at these other defenses and see who's playing who." I don't even know who the Saints are playing off the top of my head, but Saints this yeah. week are playing Atlanta. Okay, so that's not a bad matchup. <laughs> No. Week one. So, yeah, like, I don't know if that played in his thought process. It's just kind of me shooting from the hip. But I'm not, like I said, Isaiah Spiller is outside of Dynasty irrelevant to me. Like, yeah, yeah, only that's the only place I'd even be looking to have him is in a Dynasty format. Redraft, everything I'm seeing, it's like, dude, he's so buried. Like, he's he's like third. They just They just signed Michelle. Yeah. He's not that, ready. He's that's, not ready. That's the thing that's the killer for me. I mean, they kept they, they released Roundtree. They kept Joshua Kelly. They just signed Sony Michelle. I don't like in the twelfth round. You're taking a dart throw, sure, but I don't. Outside of of injuries, I don't see that Spiller's going to have a whole lot of relevance. Um, yeah. So yeah. Like, I would have much, like, in the 13th, Pacheco, Herbert, even McKissick. I'm not even big on McKissick this year, but, like, what? Herbert Samir and McKissick, White. I would have liked to see them. Like, Samir White, would have... not so much. Mike Davis, definitely not. But Yeah, no, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm going to fuck Mike Davis. I, I don't care if even they think he's going to start the first month. I'm, I, I don't want him. Yeah. Been yeah. down that road before, buddy. Last season. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um. Like I said, I like to start, uh, not so much the finish. Kind of, kind of lackluster for me. I'm, I'm giving Woody a six point one. I do, Ooh. I do like some of the pieces, but I'm a little bit disappointed. See, I do, th- I do think those receivers can get him far. I do. I really do. I think those those first three receivers can actually make up for a lot of his shortcomings. I don't personally like some of the late picks, like we've already touched on Spiller, even Rashad White. I'm not really too. And Kenneth Walker. I mean, the guy already he just had sports hernia surgery, didn't he? Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I don't like. I don't want to take a dude that's going in going into the season that's already had a fucking surgery and he's already hurt. Like, I'm kind of out on Walker somewhat. 
I mean, he's eighth round. It's not like a t- terrible spot. It's just he's still just somebody I'm not really looking to add. I'd much rather would have had Ramondre, who went two picks later. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. If you grab a walker, I'm fine with it in, in that range. Like, if he's going to be your fourth running back or your fifth running back, but not when he's your third. Because, it, it, you know, you're, you're going to need to start him. Usually, or flex him at least sometime early in the season, and you're not going to be able to do that. So, that's more my concern with Walker. So, I did I did go a little high. I went a 6.8. So I have him ahead of Mega Mark and, and uh, Heisenberg, just because of that for those three receivers. And I yeah. do, I really like ETN. I like AJ Dillon. I'm with you, kind of with the Mahomes pick. I, I don't love it. I don't, I don't know, man. It, like I look at it though. I look who went after him. I'm like, who the fuck would I have taken? Mm-hmm. It's one of those, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. I think he started out good enough that if he can avoid injury, he'll have a pretty good team. It's possible. Very possible. So we'll move on to the five spot in Casablanca. Um, finalist last year. Yep. Champion. Uh, defending champ. Not Casablanca, no. Wasn't it? No, he was uh, He was in the finals. But, uh, he didn't win? No, defending champ came out of Brian's team. Oh, yeah. I thought he won this. I, I I know he didn't win the whole thing, but I thought he won this league. Like he won your league, yeah, yeah. He yeah, he got right. second place. He won your league and, and ended up in second place. So Casablanca took uh, Derek Henry at the one five, Debo Samuel at the two eight, Michael Pittman in Michael Pittman in the third, George Kittle in the fourth, Liza Mitchell in the fifth. Antonio Gibson in the sixth, uh, Drake London in the seventh, Tom Brady at first quarterback in the eighth, Garrett Wilson in the ninth, uh, Traylon Burks in the tenth, Julio Jones in the eleventh, Romeo Dobbs in the twelfth, Isaiah Pacheco in the thirteenth, Alec Pierce in the fourteenth, and the Titans in the fifteenth. Um, so I like I like. Henry, Mitchell, and uh, I mean Gibson worked out, but I, I'd still be kind of okay with where he went there. I would have rather had Edmonds or, or Dylan ahead of him, but it's you know like I said, it's going to work out. But then, like he's got every every fucking rookie wide receiver. Like, yeah, I'm I'm great throwing one. In my lineup, oh, maybe shit. two, but not five. Five, yeah, I just count. Wow, so, London, Wilson, Burks, Dobbs, and fucking Alec Pierce. Pierce, yeah. and, and plus, plus he has Pacheco. So, um, a lot of eggs in the uh, the rookie basket, and I'm not real sure that that's going to work out for him. Uh, he, he basically needs, you know, Henry Samuel Pittman. Mitchell and Gibson to, to kind of carry his team and uh, hope that Julio doesn't pull a hamstring early in the season until the rookies get going. I mean, I like to, I like to start, but I, I would be fine if London was the only rookie and then he'd grab like some of the other guys later on. But it's just for me, that's too many rookies. That is a lot. Uh, 
That what is do you think, a Eric? lot. I, I got to think about this question. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I like the start. I'm good with Henry at the 1-5. Debo, not a bad pick. Personally, I would have preferred Adams, but that's it's it's like I said, this is all personal preference. Some guys would rather have Debo over Devontae. I'd rather have Devontae over Debo. Pittman I love. Awesome third-round fucking pick. I think he's going to be, like I said, I think he's going to make a massive leap this year. I think he has some, I, I think he's a, he has the potential to break into the top five. Kittle. I would have been fine with in the fifth. I don't like him as a fourth round pick. I don't know. Kittle's Kittle's weird. Like he's another like one I have like a tough time having a grasp on. Elijah Mitchell, I I, I think he's, he's he's he'll be fine. But he's like Edmonds. He, he's gonna be fine until he gets hurt. Yeah. And Elijah Mitchell kind of seems like he's kind of trending on that. Like I'm always gonna have a hamstring injury or a groin injury or a ankle sprain. Like. He was already battling a hamstring injury this whole training camp. Like yep. I'm like I I, I want to like Elijah Mitchell. I really do. I think he's a great story. He's a sixth round pick. I mean, they just cut fucking Trey Sermon. Like Mitchell, I think they want him to be the guy, but I just man, it's just it's unfortunately for the kid. Like it just seems like he's just going to struggle with soft tissue injuries. He's a San Francisco running back. They're all hurt. That is very true. And Gibson, like you said, kind of got a little lucky. I don't. I don't want to say lucky, but fortunate that you know. Unfortunately, that Brian Robinson's misfortune created some fortune for Gibson. Basically, mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, Gibson's. If that doesn't happen, this is a bad pick. It's a horrible pick. Gibson's a kick returner, like spelling Brian Robinson occasionally, and I don't even know how occasionally, because I think McKissick's the third down back. And then, like you said, there's a lot of rookies. Tom Brady in the eighth. Can't go wrong with uh, Father Time. But, oof. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you want to take a couple darts on some rookies. You want to take Drake London. You want to take Burks. And then you want to take, uh, even if you want to take Romeo Dobbs late, that's fine. But, like, yeah, there's a little too many eggs in the rookie basket with London, Wilson, Burks, Dobbs, Pierce, Pacheco. I hate to do this. This might be my lowest of the day so far. Might. Yeah. Um, I'm giving him a six. I think he's a little bit. I'm putting him a little bit under Woody. Um, the rookie's just, for me, too much. I am going to cop out and do the same and give him the exact same score, a six. I don't ever get flat scores. But yeah, I, I usually don't either, but. I don't think it's below a six, and I've already given Megamark a six point one, and I do think Megamark's team is better than Casablanca's. I do too. Um, even though, like I said, I don't like, I didn't like a lot of a few of the guys that that Megamark took late. I didn't like, but he has a couple. At least like Robert Woods, I kind of like, and Joku, I'm okay with. But like, yeah, there's just too many rookies. I get, the, I get the hype. I get the, you know what I mean. It's a different league now. These rookie wide receivers do seem to be stepping onto the field and actually producing right away. It's not like it was. So like I get I, it. I expect but... production right away from London. You know, it might not be great production because he's, he's in Atlanta, but I do expect some production from him. With Robert Woods back, I don't expect a ton out of Traylon Burks, and I didn't hear a ton of stuff out of camp about him. So, and mm-hmm. 
of the guys, he's the one that I felt would take a little bit longer to, uh, you know, kind of develop and get going in the NFL this year. So I, I know Casablanca is a Titans fan, so I get that pick, but I don't think I would have taken Wilson with it. I, I probably would have tried to grab like Kadarius Tony, who went a full round later. You know, the Julio pick is, it's a veteran pick, sure. Uh, But yeah, just too many, too many rookies in in that basket. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going with a flat six too. Which will bring us. That'll move to uh, A. Clark. A. Clark. He was on the mock episode, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was. So. A. Clark, 41, was picking sixth overall. Went with Mr. Cooper Cup, first first round pick. Then he went back-to-back running back with Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. I believe he's a Cowboys fan, if I remember correctly. Yep. So he was probably souped to get Zeke. Then he Zeke's went, uh, his favorite player. I wish I could say the same, but I cannot. As a, as a fellow Cowboy. Cowboys fan, I... I Oh, if you want me to be honest, I kind of hope Zeke's. I hope he's gone <laughs> after this season. That fucking contract, dude. Oh, what a mistake! All right, moving on. Staying on, staying focused. He went uh, Deontay Johnson in the fourth, Marquise Brown in the fifth, Kyler Murray in the sixth. He's got that Arizona stack going. Rashad Penny in the seventh, Brandon Ayuk in the eighth. Nice little pick there. Melvin Gordon in the ninth, Kadarius Tony in the tenth, then he went with Cole Komet as his one and only tight end. Then he went KJ Osborne, Paris Campbell, and KJ Hamler, and then he closed out his draft with the Cleveland Browns defense, who have a fantastic four-week stretch to start the season as far as defensive matchups go. Yep. Not a bad little team. Not a bad little team. I don't know how I feel about Deontay, especially with that shoulder injury. I don't know if he's going to miss time. Deontay Johnson is a tough... Like, I feel like I say this about a lot of players, but he's kind of one another guy Like I have a tough time pinpointing. What, what do I expect from him this year? Improvement? A step forward? A step back? Like I kind of feel like Deontay is also one of those receivers like Sort of like I was saying about like Allen Robinson, Cooks, and Renfro. Like, I think he'll be a good two, but I think he's kind of capped to an extent. Like, I, I don't think Deontay can leap into the top five, top eight. No, Some I think I do. think 10 12s is best case. Yeah. But I mean, in the fourth, it's really not a bad pick. No, I like, I like Johnson. Um, but like you say, and, and he's his wide receiver too, so I'm ecstatic with that. Um, but yeah, I I don't think he's a guy that can leap into the top eight, top five. I think he's capped at a high end wide receiver too because of the offense. No, and then, but then to to follow that up too, like he has, I feel like he took some like Kadarius Tony, kind of one of them guys, maybe not that high, but like he's a guy that can take a massive leap if he got in the tenth round. Brandon Ayuk is a guy that I think a lot of people are sleeping on. I don't think people realize how he ended the season. People remember how he started the season. How much hype he had going in, but he actually ended the season very well. Yeah, San but that Fran, was also with uh, Jimmy G and uh, Trey Lance. So. That is true. It is Trey Lance, but I, I think Lance 
I think Lance's game will mesh better with with Ayuk, personally. That's it's more. It should more thinking. It should like Lance's game, the way he plays, should help Ayuk. We're gonna have to, you know, let history tell us if that's true or not when the season starts. I hope it is because I have Ayuk in a few spots. So I think he kind of followed it up very well with some good picks. Like Deontay, like I said, you don't need, you don't want all moonshots at wide receiver. You can, you, you want a little, little, you want to mix it up. A couple safe guys, a couple upside guys. I think he did a very good job with that. Cooper Cup's probably as safe as they come. Aaron Jones, I think, is second round pick. Solid. Zeke in the third, awesome. Probably my favorite team so far. Yeah, if I'm being honest. I, I think it's a little better in a little better position than mine. I think so. I think he's one running back short uh, for depth, but um, you know, I I like what you said with uh, the running backs that he's got with, with Jones and Zeke. I'm fine with those guys. I'm even fine with taking Penny because uh, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be the one. Take Melvin Gordon, who's, who's going to have a role. Should be a flexibility option for a week or two when you need him. I do like the uh, mix that he's got a wide receiver. He's got a couple upside guys. He's got a couple of floor guys. Uh, and then he took a couple of shots with Campbell and Hamler that uh, he certainly can drop those for somebody else in the waiver wire if he needs to. So, yeah. I mean, the one, I guess one flaw I will point out maybe one of Osborne, Campbell, Hamler, instead of taking one of them, maybe take a would have been better off taking a running back. Probably yeah. take two of them, take a running back somewhere, just see so because you only got he's only got four. Yeah, I would have taken any. Uh, I would have taken Herbert or McKissick instead of Campbell, just because he's another guy that can't stay healthy. So I would have taken one of the running backs, and then nobody was drafting Paris Campbell if, if he didn't. So you could certainly take him instead of Hamler. And I think, honestly, I think this is the only draft so far that anybody's taken Hamler in. So he would have been a guy you could have picked up on waivers as well. But and Hamler is kind of a sneaky deep league flyer. I think. Yeah. I don't think he'll be that relevant because I I think Sutton and Judy are gonna have that on lockdown. But yeah, I, Jude Jude won it. Jude if hurt last year. If you're a league that has like. 40-yard, you know, big play bonuses, 40-yard plus, and stuff like that. I think Hamill's a great grab. Uh, where we don't, um, you know, you, you got to pick that one week or two weeks that he gets in and has a big game. And Unless you're lucky and it's a bye week, you're, you're probably not going to play him. So. But, yeah, overall, I think I would agree with you. He's probably the best team so far. Yeah, um, I gave him a 7-3. Point two points better than me. I'm gonna give him a seven one. First team I have in the sevens, and that'll move us on to no guts, no glory. At the one seven, he takes Dodger Harris, falls that up with Jonathan Williams in the second, Cam Akers in the third, T Higgins in the fourth, Michael Thomas in the fifth, Jalen Hurts in the sixth. DeAndre Hopkins in the seventh, TJ Hawkinson in the eighth, Michael Carter in the ninth, 
grabs the Bills defense in the 10th. Johan Dotson in the 11th. Devonta Parker in the 12th. Herbert in the 13th. Curtis Samuel in the 14th. And then he takes Jameis Winston in the 15th. Um, I like to start with the running backs, Najee, Javante, and Akers, so that you know you don't have to depend on Akers being your, your two. He can be your flex guy. Um, I don't know how comfortable or how much I like Higgins as my wide receiver one. And then you follow it up with Thomas and D-Hop. D Hop misses the first six games, comes back. I, I personally think he's, you know, going to start declining. Oh, I'm and, way out on D Hop. Yeah, nothing and, to do with him. Like if he's my fifth or sixth, I'm fine, uh, but not where he's my third. And Michael Thomas, I don't know what to think. Like we've talked about on the main episode, he may, you know, may not play at all. He, he may just find ways to be hurt. So. I'm not convinced that he still wants to play football. If he does, and, and you know he returns to the Michael Thomas of old, he's your one. You get a steal in the fifth, and uh, Higgins is now your two. That works out well. Um, running back depth and stuff. I, I, I'm fine with the five guys he's got. The the wide receivers do worry me. Uh, Curtis Samuel is pretty well pretty well irrelevant, I think. Uh, Devonta Parker, we don't know yet what we're going to have. And, you know, you took Johan Dawson, so now you've stacked Washington wide receivers, which is usually not a good idea to do on a bad team. So, um, wide receivers are very concerning. I'm okay with Hawkinson. I'm okay with where he got hurts. But I think, I think waiting on a quarterback would have been a better choice for him and taking a guy like Russell Wilson a couple rounds later or Prescott and uh, filled in another wide receiver there. You know, Renfro was still there. He could have taken uh, Elijah Moore, even Amari Cooper. Uh, you know, that puts Hopkins as his four. I'd, I'd feel much more comfortable with that setup than I do with what he's got now. So, uh, Yeah. So, Obviously, you know, you know, no guts. Me, yeah. me, and Steve both know him personally. We play in other leagues with him. I've known him for years. We grew up together. So I, I, I kind of was, you know, I've talked, I talked to him throughout the draft. He had asked for my advice and shit here and there. Um, I, personally, I so I'm in a few leagues with him. I think he's got a few too many eggs in that Cam Akers basket. Ah, I, I, he took him in my league. He took him in this league. I don't like his running. It's still like you you did point out like it's his RB three, so it's not awful. And like I don't, I, it, this running back core is the strength of his team: Najee, Javante, Cam, Carter, and Herbert. I think it's a pretty good core of five guys. And T Higgins as a wide receiver one is scary, but I also feel like he kind of fucking lucked out getting him in the fourth where he did because like it could have been much worse. Yep. I no, think I would have definitely got a little lucky to get a guy like Higgins. So. I was talking to him, and he was eyeing Michael Thomas there already. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, Thomas will probably come back to you. I'm like, you got to take, like, T- I think I told him to take, like, T. Higgins or, like, Allen Robinson or something. I'm like, I would take one of them guys. I said, I'd probably take T. Higgins. And I said, I said, if you really want Michael Thomas, I said, he'll probably be there in the fifth. He was. I'm personally not in on Michael Thomas. I'm kind of avoiding him. 
if Michael Thomas was like kind of went where Hopkins was going seventh round, yeah, maybe I take a shot here and there. D Hop, like I said, I'm I'm out on like he's already showing signs of decline last year. He's missing six games. PED use, so he's probably going to decline even quicker now. The other receiving core is is a little, it's a little, it's a little suspect for sure. It's definitely a little suspect. I love, I'm fine with Najee. I love Javante. I really love Javante, so I really like that pick. I don't think Nate has the worst team yet. I think it's better than Casablanca's. But I, I think he needs a little help. Nate's pretty good at in-season management. Yeah. So I'm giving Nate a six-two. I'm not going to be as generous. I do like the what I like the running backs, um, but there definitely are concerns at wide receiver. I I know he can make some changes, um, so I think he can go up. But I'm going to put him in a five-point-nine. It's going to put him a little bit below Casablanca's team for now. Yeah. No, I can't blame you because, like I said, you look at the receivers. It's T. Higgins, Michael Thomas, Hopkins, Jahan Dotson, Parker, Samuel. Like, I mean, you're, you're going to start Higgins and Thomas and, and flex all your running backs. So, and, and you got to hope that nobody gets hurt because you don't have the wide receiver depth until week seven, really, that you're going to be able to start somebody. Unless Parker comes out and wows everybody, but I don't expect it from our offense this year. Yeah. Um, That'll push us on to uh, Egg Dodd at the uh, 1.8. Yep. High sixes, I believe, is his team name because I think that's what we gave him last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was in the eighth spot. He started his draft with very popular eighth overall pick, Jamar Chase. Followed it up with Saquon. Oh, my God. Saquon. Saquon. He is conning. He's conning you into drafting him early. Yeah. <laughs> You've been Saquoned. Yep. In the second round, Keenan Allen in the third, DJ Moore in the fourth, JK, is he going to play week one, Dobbins in the fifth? And he went with the true running back in Baltimore, Lamar Jackson in the sixth, Tony Pollard in the seventh, Christian Kirk in the eighth, Dallas Goddard in the ninth, James Robinson in the tenth, Jarvis Landry in the eleventh. I almost forgot he fucking played football. Indianapolis Colts defense in the 12th, Kirk Cousins in the 13th, and then he closed out his draft with Mike Davis in the 14th and Wandale Robinson in the 15th. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Not really digging that running back core. No. That's, Outside of Saquon. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I have concerns, Eric. I have some concerns. Um, Not really digging that running back core. I'm, I like the receivers. I like Chase. Keenan Allen will still be solid, even though I do think he's going to. I think he's got one more year. I think this, yeah. this year he'll be all right, and then next year. Yeah, he'll be, good enough, in, he'll be good enough in a PPR format to where a third, at the 308, he's not going to. He'll probably return value. Like, he'll do. He'll be good. He'll be a solid receiver. He's not going to. You're not going to look at Keenan Allen and be like, oh, what the fuck? No. Like, he's the reason I lost. DJ Moore. I, I, it's fourth. I think it's I good. really like DJ more with Baker there, uh, more so than I did before. Uh, that that boosted more quite a bit for me because Baker's actually a, a pretty decent uh, 
deep ball thrower. And uh, Moore is excellent at, at those balls. So I, I think that combination is going to work out well for him. Yeah. So I really like the receiver core. Um, I, I'm, I'm okay with Lamar. I'm not, he's not like out of the, like the top, maybe eight quarterbacks. Like he, I'd, I would have rather have waited two rounds and grab Russ, mm-hmm. like, or even fucking Brady. Like it's, I don't know what it is. Lamar. I, I just, I don't know if it's kind of personal bias, but like he kind of burned me a little bit last year. I was kind of in on him. Yeah. I don't know if I kind of have this like disdain towards him. Like when I see him, like I don't want him. So, I, it, so it might be take that with a grain of salt because it might be a little personal um, view on why I don't like seeing Lamar on anybody's team. But Saquon, Dobbins, Pollard, Robinson, Mike Davis, dude, you got Saquon injured. J.K. Dobbins coming off an ACL. Robinson coming off a torn Achilles. Pollard. Should be fine. He'll have some standalone value, especially if Zeke gets hurt, and he's he's gonna really have some fucking huge value. But I don't mind Pollard in the seventh. I've seen him go higher in some other drafts. Like I've I've seen Pollard going like the fifth. I'm like that's way too high. I think yeah. the seventh is fine where he took him. Yeah, and seven Mike, eight Pollard's fine. Yeah. Mike Davis, we already touched on him. Like, I, I yeah, I don't even want to look at him. I like, yeah, <laughs> just, I like Barkley. I like just seeing Davis on a roster now makes me angry. After after last year and the hype train, yeah. I mean, I I like Barkley. I really do. I think he's actually poised for a bounce back season. I think he's going to do well. But I don't know how I feel about Dobbins, Powered Robinson. I don't like it. I don't like it because I'm like you are higher. I think Dobbins last year, or Brian was higher on Dobbins last year. Um, I know you were on the guest bus as well. Um, I think Dobbins is a, is a fine RB3 on your team. I don't think he's a good RB2. Health is a concern for me. Um, I'm actually fine with Lamar. I just don't think with this team I would have wanted him in sixth. Uh, if I have like Mark Andrews, then sure, I'll, I'll stack him and take him home in the six. But where <clears throat> I need running backs, it's obvious I need running backs. Uh, I'm going to wait on the quarterback. I'm going to take you know, A.J. Dillon. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. I'm going to take Monty Green Hunt. Um, maybe not Hunt because of the week nine bye. But see, that's the other thing. He's got Pollard. And Barkley both in a week nine bye, so you you got to hope that Dobbins and, and Robinson are healthy and relevant for you know that week that week nine bye. So I would have definitely taken another running back to help my situation, and then waited a round or two and grabbed the quarterback then, because even if Lamar comes off, you know that means Burrow probably slides down a little bit. You still got Russell Wilson. You still got Brady. You still got Dak. All that went after him. So, uh, well, I don't think, you know, I, I think Lamar and Russ are pretty close. I think Brady's probably pretty close in there as well. So, uh, I think it was a, a rushed pick. I 
think it could have weighed in, and that would have helped the team a little bit. Um, I like the dart throw with Wandale Robinson in the 15th. I think that adds him you know, a little bit of receiver upside. I like the Landry pick for the veteran in case Mike Thomas doesn't uh, doesn't play or you know is slow to to get back in the field or uh, Olave is slow to develop. I think Landry will still be a flexible option for a couple of weeks. I don't mind um, Christian Kirk in the eighth. No. I, I It seems like a lot of signs are pointing towards him having a pretty decent year out in Jacksonville. He's, everything's saying he's going to be the clear wide receiver one there. He shipped out Chenault. Like, I, I have Jones concerns. Kind of a corpse, but. I have concerns with Kirk, but they're more. Um, Mechanical concerns, I guess. Um, he doesn't do well against press. He doesn't do well against uh, man coverage. He's great when he when he's in the slot and going up against linebackers. But I think the nickel safeties are, are going to give him trouble. Um, so that is a small concern. But where where you're looking at him as a wide receiver four, taking him in the eighth round, I'm all right with the chance that uh, that it works out and and he is. A nice wide receiver too. Yeah, the, man, this Egg Dodds team. Like I'm having, like just I'm like toying back and forth. Like I kind of feel like I have him and no guts right now, kind of in the same tier with Cass. So I lowered no guts score a little bit. I put him below Casablanca because I've looked at both teams and I'm like I would rather be in Casablanca, even though he has like ten thousand rookies. I still would rather be in his situation than depth-wise than what Nate has, because at least like one or two of those rookies should hit, so he'll be okay there. And I I think Egg Dodd's team is slightly worse than Nate's. So I'm putting it at a 5.7. It's quite low. I don't like going that low. Just yeah. because I think the run, I'm just super concerned about the running back core. I think the receivers are fine. Um, I'm good... I'm good with uh, Goddard in the ninth, mm-hmm. but it's just yeah, them running backs are just. Oof, I, I, it's like Saquon. I look, I'm like that's really the only guy I'd want. Yeah, me too. I'm, honestly, I'm okay with Pollard in the seventh, like I said, but yeah, but not as my RB two. No, I feel like he's the two, and I would not feel good about that. Yeah, um, when we do these two, I I kind of look at at teams and see, you know, like well maybe. You know, maybe this person can trade with this person, and uh, you know they can both fill some holes. But I honestly <laughs> I don't see any uh, any potential uh, like moves that Eggy can make with uh, with Nate. I don't know. It, it's tough because yeah, you don't want to give up, you know, Keenan Allen or, or DJ Moore to get like. Cam Akers, so you'd want to get Devontae Williams, but you know, Nate's probably not going to give him up because that makes his team a little bit worse, so I don't know. It's tough. Um, I'm going to give Egg... I'm going to I'm going to give him a 5.7. I'm going to do the same as you. I just... There's just too many things I don't like about the team that I can't get over. The first four picks I really like after that, it's kind of suspect. 
So that'll bring us to 1.9 and skins 22486. Ricky. Big Rick. So he takes Dalvin Cook. Auto pick Rick. <laughs> Was this auto pick? He's he's the only person I believe that had an auto pick. Yeah, he, he actually, yeah, he wasn't paying. Uh, he had shit going on. Yeah. And that is why Justin Herbert was picked in the third. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he took Dalvin Cook in the first, DeAndre Swift in the second, Justin Herbert auto picked in the third, Jerry Judy in the fourth, Dalton Schultz in the fifth, uh, Rashad Bateman in the sixth, Alan Lazard in the seventh, uh, Russell Wilson in the eighth. Sky Moore in the ninth, Kenny Gainwell in the tenth, Mark Ingram in the eleventh, um, Mike Gallup in the twelfth, Jimmy McKissick in the thirteenth, the Cowboys D in the fourteenth, and Wilder Mack in the fifteenth. So he auto picks in the third, a quarterback, and then takes another quarterback five rounds later. Yes, that is correct, sir. I don't know why. I didn't ask him. I actually did not even notice until you read the fucking team. Yeah. I looked and I said, wait a minute. I was like, yeah, he, I was like, why the hell they take Russ? I mean, yeah. like, I like, I like Cook and Swift. They stay healthy. No concerns at running back. Um, I like Judy this year. I like Bateman and, and Lazard as your three. Sure. I don't believe in him as much as others do. Rogers got to throw to somebody, and he's not going to throw to the rookies. So Lazard should be the first one up. Um, he hasn't been able to uh, capitalize on that in the past, but like I said in in uh, week five, maybe the third time's a charm. Um, I, I'm baffled by the Russell Wilson pick in the eighth. Maybe he was thinking he could trade Herbert, and, and he wanted Wilson. I, I don't know, but that baffles me. Richards is usually pretty. Uh, pretty solid on his draft, so we'll have to yeah, get the, no, the backstory to that. Um, the dart throw with Sky Moore, sure, I'm okay with that one. Kenny Gainwell, yeah, I mean, not as my RB3, but like as a 405, sure. Ingram, I think is uh, just a depth signing by uh, New Orleans. I, I don't know that He's going to have a whole lot of fantasy relevance, but and I think that's a little high for him in the eleventh. I think he's more of a fourteenth, fifteenth round guy. Yeah, um, for some for some reason he's got a soft spot for Ingram. He, he like, does. He, he just every year he drafts him like it's like one of his guys. I got. Yeah, which I and I get that. Um, like I don't think anybody here was going to take him before. You know the fourteenth round, but I do know that Ricky owns him every year, or at least tries to. Michael Gallup, I'm fine with taking that pick, seeing what happens with him. Maybe maybe the breakout we thought was going to happen uh, finally does. I don't think it's a truly wasted pick that, pick that late, but I like the McKissick pick. Um, Cowboys D, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but the defense is defense. You can change it from week to week. And the Marlon Mack pick was a dart throw. It didn't work out, so it gives him something to somebody to drop and move on from. I like, like I like his first two running backs. I like the wide receivers. I don't love them. 
and I like Schultz right there. Um, you know, tight end kind of falls off a little bit after Schultz, I think, this year. I don't like. I don't hate Ricky's team, but I don't love. I don't love it either, and I think it's probably because that Herbert pick kind of screwed him up. Yeah, it did. Because he, he 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 told me he's like I did not want Herbert. And he's like I don't even know why he'd auto picked him for me. I'm like I don't know if he had a cue or something, but yeah, I don't know which direction he would have gone. I would. He didn't, he didn't say. Yeah, I know he's kind of a Brees Hall guy. So I wonder if he would have taken him, mm-hmm. who went right after Herbert. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like I, I don't hate the team. I don't. It just it, it feels incomplete. It. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just I feels don't incomplete. I wouldn't feel great about Judy as my one. I know that, and that is the first wide receiver he drafted. He's solid with Schultz. Herbert will be great. Like he's gonna, he's he's gonna, he's good at quarterbacks. Probably gonna yeah. top three QB as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. Cook and Swift. That's awesome. That's an awesome one-two punch. It's just yeah, like the Russell Wilson pick in the eighth is just kind of weird. Like when you already have Herbert, who you got in the third, auto picked or not. Right. Yeah, I mean, you could recover from the from the Herbert pick. You know what I mean? You 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 load up on. Like he did, you, you take wide receivers, you take tight, you, you grab your tight end. It is what it is. Like I like the receivers he grabbed where he, where he grabbed them, because um, there wasn't like really anybody better that went after him. You know what I mean? It just you get to that Wilson pick, and I just feel like he could have taken another running back there or something. Michael Carter was still there. Sanders was still there. Stevenson was there. Hines was there. I think any of those guys at that at that Russell Wilson pick makes his team a lot better. And you know, I, it frees up a couple options later on. I, so yeah, and he's a Hines guy. He I know he's he's been a Hines guy in the past. I'm kind of I figured he would have pounded. Maybe he was thinking he could wait. I don't know. Maybe he thought he'd come back around, but. Yeah, possibly. It'd be one of those he looked looking back on and said, ah, crap, I kind of wish I took Hines instead of Wilson in the eighth. But yeah. Yeah, I get, I, I, like I said, I, I don't, I'm with you. I don't love it. Don't hate it. I don't think it's the worst team, but I don't definitely don't think it's the best. Yeah. So I kind of split the split it right now. I got him in a six five. Yeah. It's not like my best score is a seven three. My lowest is a five seven. It's yeah. like six five. I think he's got a good team because I think that one two punch at running back can do, can, carry his team and Herbert is still going to be great yeah I and think the one I think the one two punch uh, I think the wide receivers he has uh, the, the uh, you know the, the extra flex spots the only question mark I really see uh, uh, Schultz will be able to carry him there so yeah I, I'm with you I think he's kind of right in the middle I give him a 6.3 kind of right in the middle of the road because I, I, I do think, I do think he'll do something with it and, and kind of ch- turn it around. So I think there's more, more to come from Ricky on this team. Yeah, no, I agree. Which so that moves us to M Hayes, correct? Yep. Yes. 
M Hayes, four nine eight five. He was picking tenth overall. He went with Travis Kelsey with his first round pick, and he followed up with Alvin Kamara in the second, Brees Hall in the third. A little too high for me, personally, but he went with Cortland Sutton, which would probably be my preferred Denver guy. Actually, the two Denver guys went back to back. Now that I see it, Sutton Judy. And he went with Gabe Davis in the fifth, Darnell Mooney in the sixth, Damian, everybody's favorite breakout running back, Pierce in the seventh, Devontae Smith in the eighth, Dak Prescott in the ninth. Man, it, you can you, you can get Dak in the ninth. That's that's fucking crazy. I got him that late yesterday too. I waited on QB. I'm like, I, I think it was the ninth round. They took Dak. I said, screw it. Then he went with Brian Robinson in the tenth, who is unfortunately dealing with. Uh, is recovering from his wounds, but there are a lot of signs pointing positive that he will return this season at some point sooner than people may think. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think they, which is good for him. I think their earliest timetable is four weeks. Uh, I read from a couple of places. Uh, it's, it's probably between four and eight weeks. It really depends on how everything heals. So, of uh, things he has to deal with after that as far as whether he can get back to football shape quickly. Um, so th- there's a few a few variables with that, but it is a good sign that uh, he very potentially could be back sometime this season, you know, by mid-season. So. Yeah, so he's definitely worth holding on to for sure. And then he went with Jalen Tober in the 11th, Marquez Valdez Scantling in the 12th, 49ers defense in the 13th, Zamir White in the 14th, and his last pick was a true dart throw. He went with Noah Fant, recently traded to the Seattle Seahawks in that Russell Wilson trade in the 15th. This is, um, so, I do like this team better than Ricky's, comparing them side to side. I like Brees Hall, but I don't like where you have to draft Brees Hall, if you kind of know what I mean. Yeah. If you can take him in the fifth, I like him a lot better. Yeah. I don't like where some people, in some spots, we have to spend the third, fourth round pick on him, because I don't think he's just going to, I don't think he's going to just lead the the train. Like, he's not jumping right into 75% of the work. Like, I think he's going to be more of a second half kind of. Bloomer, I think he'll be okay, but he's going to underwhelm. Comparing comparing what he's going to produce, what I think, for you to start the season for a third-round pick, I think you're going to be a little disappointed, but I think See, you just got to kind of stick through it with him because I think eventually he will get more and more and more work as the season progresses. It's, I see that more as a, as a committee. Uh, between him and Michael Carter. I think that's going to be a committee, even if it's you know sixty forty one way and it switches to sixty forty yeah, the, the other way. Progress of the season uh, with Salah, I think it's going to be a committee. So I, I would love Hall in the fifth. Unfortunately, he's a fresh new shiny toy, so he doesn't go there. I'm, I'm just I'm actually very surprised that Hayes took Hall instead of Et because I know he's an Et guy. And I would love his team a lot better if he had gone that route. 
I like yeah. like I like Sutton. I like that pick. I like the Gabe Davis pick. I like the Looney pick. Um, even the Slim Reaper pick. I can't fault him at all for taking Pierce because I did the same thing uh, around earlier. And he's probably going to end up being the, the RB1. I mean, the RB2 while Hall gets going. Uh, and he grabbed Robinson, which was looking like a great pick in the 10th round until that happened last weekend. So. Yeah, yeah he 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 nailed some of his like late like Damian Pierce in the seventh like he's climbed two rounds since yeah. the Mac news he's the yeah. fifth round pick now. This is this draft was done a few weeks you know two weeks ago. Week well, or you two guys ago. you guys were drafting. I actually took Pierce before Hayes did, and I took him like I said I took him around earlier. But I knew like in my draft I knew who was ahead of me, and I knew that Pierce wouldn't get by a couple of guys that were just after me. So I knew I had to take him if I wanted him and I, and I needed him as my second running back. So where Hayes was at for his third, he got him in a great spot and you know, he, he should be able to return plenty of value at that, at that point. And he's got what I think are pretty reasonable wide receivers there. Um, yeah. The, now looking at it more, like when I first looked at it, I'm like, eh, I don't, I really don't think it's better than rookies, but the more I look at it, um, I do think it's a little bit better. Uh, I would have liked to see a different running back than Brees Hall there, but if it yeah, works that's... out at the end of the season, you know he might be he might be a playoff guy that comes comes around at the end of the season, and you know if we can get to the playoffs, he's a guy that pushes through. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think his team's like worlds better than Ricky's, but I do think like head to head, it's a slightly better than Ricky's, because I like Cortland Sutton more than Judy. If I was going to take a Denver guy, I'd rather have Sutton. So the next I, team up would be uh, Mega Mark or or Mile Heisenberg. I think his team is better than either of those, and I don't think it's as good as yours. I, I want to say I, I think, think it's, it's a little better than, than Mega Mark. That's what I was going to say. I think it's a little better than Mark's, but not quite as good as my eyes. See, I'm comparing them now. Yeah, and so, like, with with Hayes, like, getting Pierce where he did in the seventh, and, like, even with Brees Hall, like, I think, like I said, I think he's going to have a slow start. Pierce will make up for that because I think he'll be playing Pierce almost out of the gate. And the positive news about Brian Robinson potentially returning sooner than people thought might also help too. Mm-hmm. So he has that RB three, and, and Brees Hall will be he'll have his weeks. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, I I liked until I heard that Gallup might be coming back a lot sooner than people thought. Yeah, I'm kind of off the the Tolbert train, but when we were doing this draft, the Tolbert train was still kind of rolling a little bit, and he was a good. Late round pick, you know, eleventh round pick. You you can't go wrong. MVS throw a dart at a Kansas City Chief guy because one of them is going to probably hit. That's whether it's him, it's Moore, it's Hardman, Juju. Like one of them guys is going to be a a week to week fantasy producer. Some of these guys, but also at the same time, it could be like an MVS week, then it's a Sky Moore week, then it's a fucking Hardman week. Juju might be the most like consistent week to week starter, but he might not have those huge weeks like these guys can. Right. But I, yeah, I he, think he yeah. maybe used to be a ten point guy and and you get the, the you know, fifteen, twenty points out of these guys 
you know, but you only get three or four in the season. So I, I'm with you. I, I don't think his team, I think his team is better than Mega Marks. I think Miles Heisenberg's team's a little better. And I think he's better than Ricky. So I gave Ricky a 6.5, Heisenberg a 6.7. So I'm going to give Hayes a 6.6, right in between them. That's what I did too. I gave him a 6.5, that's right in between Mark Heisenberg and just, just above Ricky. All right, so that'll bring us on at the 11 spot to Juice 22. Justin takes uh, Joe Mixon at the 111. Stephon Diggs at the 2-2. Balls that up with Josh Jacobs in the third. Jalen Waddle in the fourth. Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the fifth. Godwin in the sixth. Uh, Devin Singletary in the seventh. Chris Olave in the eighth. Dawson Knox in the ninth. Matt Stafford in the 10th, uh, Russell Gage in the 11th, Jamal Williams in the 12th, Rondale Moore in the 13th, Tampa's defense in the 14th, and DJ Shark in the 15th. Um, I look at Shark and Moore as, you know, big upside guys that are going to get you a week here, a week there, if, you, if you're absolutely forced to put them in, but you're really not going to be trying to put them Unless it's a, like a really sweet matchup, you may you may try, but that usually doesn't work out. Um, yeah, hold them for a few weeks, through two, three, four yeah. weeks, see what happens, see what they do. I mean, if 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 Sharks in Detroit and he's getting consistent targets, sure, you want to hold on to him and, and maybe give him a shot. Um, same thing with Rondale Moore, but I, I don't. I think we've seen Rondale Moore enough in Arizona that we know what he is. So. I don't expect different results there, but Shark maybe. Yeah, I like the Russell Gage grab late. You know, see how Godwin is when he comes back. But Basically I don't handcuff like it. Godwin. Yeah, as I say, I don't like it because he already had Godwin. So I think I would have rather taken like you know Michael Gallup or even take a chance on uh, Devontae Parker at that point. I do like. I like his. You know, I like his first seven or eight picks, the way he, he picked up his running backs and solid wide receivers. I think a, a dart throw on Olave there is, is fine. Um, I like I like Knox a little bit. I rather probably would have had like Goddard or one of those other guys, but they all went ahead of him. So he kind of took the last of the uh, you know the relevant tight ends, and the rest become dart throws after that. So. All in all, I actually kind of like this team, even even with uh, CEH on it. Yeah, he's got very a pretty, balanced team. Pretty decent balance of, of everything. I don't see, like, he's got a big upside guy in Godwin. Um, Diggs should, should have a high ceiling and, and be pretty consistent. Waddle's a little bit of a question mark for a lot of people, but I think Waddle stays the same as it was last year. If Tua actually takes a step forward, I think, that uh, all those extra targets, all those extra yards go to Tyreek and Waddle still gets what he had. So I'm not as concerned as other people are with him, but I personally would have taken Cortland Sutton there or Jerry Judy, depending on your preference, or even DJ Moore before I took Waddle. Yeah, I would have so def- that- definitely taken Sutton over Waddle personally, just because yeah. I think Sutton is 
who man put it this way i i know i i made a trade package and got me justin jefferson last year but i think i think Sutton is in for a prime fucking season i think yeah. he's gonna do great and i'm kind of like damn i kind of wish i had him on my team for this year but got justin jefferson i can't complain that much in the trade right. this is that's completely irrelevant this is a fucking a judgment for for a league that's I would have definitely went with Sutton. Even yeah, even DJ Moore. I would have went with him yeah. over uh Waddle. Yeah, I would have too. They're they're the ones in uh I mean even even Judy, if you if you want to say Judy's the one, uh, sure. I, I wouldn't argue that because we don't we don't really know. Uh personally I would have taken Sutton first, DJ Moore second, Judy third, but um He took Waddle and, and it's it's not a terrible pick. He is sharing the bye week though with Chris Godwin and Russell Gage, so I'm going to be definitely looking to uh, move off of Gage as quickly as I can and get a, a receiver with a different bye week. I think, but other than that, not a team that uh, really has a lot of holes. Uh, Stafford's elbow is a concern for me. It's kind of I've kind of not drafted him anywhere this year just because I don't know how that's going to affect him. And now they're saying a couple of things I read that it could linger throughout the season. So that's a little more concerning for me, but I think Stafford's still going to be fine. And where you take him, you know, you wait in the 10th, you get better value in the rest of your players. You can, you can make that work. There's still decent guys on waiver wires that you can grab. I'm sure Ricky would be more than happy to trade Justin Herbert for for something. So that's always an option too. But yeah, I, I like Justin's team. I do. I think it's one of the better ones in the league. It's a very solid team. I mean, he. I mean, look at you. Look at the first eight picks. He went running back, receiver, running back, receiver, running back, receiver, running back, receiver. He built like he took a very balanced approach. You, you know, you can tell. Don't love the running backs. Like I, I don't love having Ceh and Jacobs, but they they are your twos. I, you're you're fine with Joe Mixon. You're you're fine with Diggs. I I'm I I like Waddle. Obviously, personally, both of us said we would have went a different route there with like taking Sutton or more. Godwin in the sixth ain't bad. Really ain't a bad pick. You really think about it, especially if he's back. You know, within a couple weeks to start the season, that's an awesome pick. So. Yeah, I think he definitely has one of the better teams as well. I'm with you. So I'm trying to decide if I think it's better than Andrews, which is the team that we have ranked uh, at the top right now. I think it is better than yours, um, just slightly. But I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to look at it and, and compare it back and forth if I think it's better than Andrews. Um, I kind of do. I mean, I. I like Cops better than Diggs, but Diggs is better than the rest of his wide receivers. I think Godwin's better than the rest of his wide receivers. Waddle's definitely better for me than Hollywood Brown. Mixon and Jones, obviously. I mean, uh, uh, Jones and Elliott are obviously better than Jacobs and the rest of the running backs, but I think Mixon is a little bit better. But I think the depth on Justin seems a little bit better at running back. Definitely better at wide receiver in a couple spots. But then when you get down farther, Andrews got some, some better dart throws, I think. Yeah, I think I think Andrews' team is slightly better, personally. 
but I, I gave Juice a 7.2, so I have him just a tick below Andrew and just a tick above me. Just because I think he's got a better balance. I think he's got a better, he built a better balanced roster. He's still got a decent tight end and a decent QB. Um, yeah, no, I would agree. At the so end I'll, of the day, so. I'll give, uh, I'm going to give Juice a 7, a flat 7, puts him just under Andrew. Which brings us to the last name. Who I'm gonna fucking spoil it right now. He is automatically losing a point because I'm gonna get to a pick and I start reading his team. Automatic point deduction. That's all I'm gonna say. Hurricane Josh. I worked with this uh feller for a couple years down at Pilgrim. Good dude. I like Josh a lot. Um <clears throat> he had the twelfth pick. He went with Nick Chubb, CD Lamb to start his uh, one two turn, and he came back around and went broke one of Brian's cardinal rules, and he took Josh Allen and Darren Waller, QB tight end. Brian probably lost his mind when he saw that. Yep. Then he went with uh Juju Smith Schuster, Adam Thielen at the five six, Damian Harris, James Cook at the seven eight, George Pickens and Alexander Madison, the nine ten, Aaron Rodgers in the eleventh, the Eagles defense in the twelfth. Sammy Watkins in the 13th. Odell Beckham in the 14th. Odell Beckham. And then Hunter Henry, who I think Hunter Henry, so not to talk too much about his personal life, he, he basically named his son after Hunter Henry. So I think he kind of took, took it, it's a little bit of a personal thing, I think, why he took Henry. because he, He's a fucking Patriots fan. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna take a couple guys. I, it's I the 15th round. It's, yeah. I, like I said, I don't mind that pick at all because there's questions with Wallace Health. So you take Henry, who slips all the way to the 15th round, who potentially could still be a high teens tight end in the New England offense. And if Wallace hurt, you have a guy you can start. So I don't really hate that pick. Um, I do hate the Odell pick. And horrible I'm not pick. A big fan Losing of the Aaron a point. Rodgers pick. No, I'm not either. And so, like, and even like, I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm not a big fan of his first two picks, considering what was there. Yeah, I would. I would have rather have had Kamara. I would have rather have had Swift or Barkley personally over Chubb. Yeah, I, some people would rather have Chubb. I get that, but I would have personally would rather have had one of those three wide receivers, and I would have rather have had Diggs over Lamb. Yeah, I'm Definitely. not completely sold on Lamb. I'm and I'm a Dallas fan. I think he'll be all right, but I think I still think he's going too high. I think he's going too high, and like I think where you have to take, like I mean, he took him at the two one, like where you have to take Ceedee Lamb, like you're taking him at his ceiling. I feel like 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 he he has to hit what people think he's going to hit to return value because he's still going high. He's not going in the third. You know, he's not going like a Michael Pittman or even like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's going a fucking full round after him, pretty much. Like, is he still, he's still expensive. And I don't, I would have definitely taken Diggs personally over Lamb. I would have taken Diggs or, or uh, Devontae Adams. Yes, I would have taken Adams too. I would have definitely, like you say, I would have taken Kamara, Barkley, um, and probably Aaron Jones over Chubb. I know. Well, Chubb's got a great uh, strength to schedule. Not at the end of the season. Um, not at the end of the season, but horrible, dude. 
horrible. I, I don't think Josh has to worry about getting to the uh, postseason. So no, <laughs> like he's got a couple. Of, he's got a couple of decent picks. Like like we yeah. said, Hunter Henry in the fifteenth. It's not bad because he actually he he had some games. He had decent games. Josh Allen. I don't like taking him in the third, but you, you got the best, probably the best fantasy quarterback in the league. You at least got that going for you. Yeah, I mean he's going to have to carry him. That's the thing. Allen's going to have to carry him. For, for weeks, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, George Pickens in the ninth, not a bad pick. No, it's not bad. James Cook, I'm not a huge James Cook guy, but I don't where I, I don't really mind it. It's like he's kind of got to shoot for something because that was his pretty much his second running back. I know he took Damian Harris to pick before, but I'm not really too excited about him. I, no, I'm not either. That that's the thing, like. He's got guys I like, just not all on the same team. I think that's that's what I don't like about his team. Like, I don't mind taking the shot at Juju. Uh, I like, you know, I like Thielen again this year. But they don't. Neither one of those wide receivers wow me at all. Uh, and like you said, there's some concerns with Lamb. So <clears throat> now you have three guys that are kind of, you know, I know they're not the best, but. Uh, and then you have Waller. I have concerns with Waller and his health and whether or not, you know, some of his end zone targets are going to go to Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, I, I know he's going to be involved in the offense, but, you know, what what fantasy points is he going to lose by adding, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the game to that team? And you get an offensive coordinator who's probably going to scheme more two tight end sets with Renfro and Adams out there, and that's going to put Waller in there along with Foster Moreau. So I don't know. There's a lot of questions to me with Waller, and I think the fourth round is still too early for him at this point. Yeah, I agreed. don't believe that he can return what he used to return given the changes to the offense. Yeah, and it's just... We already touched on it. Odell Beckham, like there was no, no, no. This was the biggest wasted pick in the entire draft. Like, there's no reason whatsoever to draft Odell Beckham. None. He should not be owned in redraft. He tore his ACL in February, the same year, same calendar year. He tore it seven months ago. Same knee. When you tear it again, it takes longer to recover. I don't think he plays football this season. And if he does, it's gonna be way fucking late. You're going to be in the fantasy playoffs probably after it. I would say probably after it. It, I would say like, a team grabs him, you know, for a playoff push. And I, I don't know that he's fantasy relevant at all this year. No, like just anybody but him. Anybody but Odell, man. He just, he should not be owned in redraft. It was just, it was a wasted pick. I I think Sammy Watkins was a wasted fucking pick too. Mm-hmm. I know they're 13th and 14th round picks. But you Sammy's going to have one good week. You can still pluck some diamonds in that range. It's uh, Alvin Kamara's rookie season. He was going super late. Ended up being a top five running back. James Robinson, couple uh, 2020, was going super late. I took him with my final pick in the Pilgrim League. Ended up top five running back. Like, you can find gems in these so, rounds. By the time you guys finished, Kenyon Drake had been signed to Baltimore. Nobody in your league drafted. But Mike Davis got drafted. That's a pick that he could have taken instead of Beckham. And at least it's a pick that has some upside because 
he's probably going to be relevant this week. Like Mike Davis is probably going to start, and Kenyon Drake's going to be right there with him because I don't believe that uh, Dobbins is going to play this week, and Gus is still on the pup list. So, you know that that's a pick that you could have taken that you could use right away week one because you really don't have a flex option, you know, for your for your second flex spot. He probably he's probably throwing Sammy Watkins out there because it's week one and Sammy always does great in week one. But you know you're, you're going to start Chubb and, and Damian Harris and Lamb, Smith, Schuster, Thielen, and, and most likely Watkins. So I'd much rather have like Drake, even if I don't use him week one. You know th- there's a lot of potential there in the Ravens' offense that he can be something. So yeah, like you say, there's, there's plenty of guys out there that you take a chance on. And not waste a pick on Odell Beckham. I mean, the guy, a guy that most likely, like you say, is not going to play football this year. Even if he does, it's going to be late. So, yeah, extremely late. Yeah, that's I. I we got IR spots, right? We do. I mean, but you could plug him in there and grab somebody, but because he's not, he's I don't not think he's signed. signed. I don't he's think not, he has he's a tag. Not, yeah, that's true. So, Jesus, yeah, he's not even signed. Like. I don't know. Like I, I, I think top to bottom, this is probably the worst team of the bunch. And I, I, I did deduct points, like I said, because of that. I didn't deduct the full point, more like a half point, because I probably would have put this at like a five six type of range, maybe five five. I gave him a five point one, just because, like I said, that Odell pick, I can't overlook it. I don't care if it's a fourteenth round pick. It was a completely wasted draft pick. It, more of a wasted draft pick than Woody taking two defenses. Like, put it that way. At least yeah. with Woody taking two defenses, I can kind of look at it and say, well, okay, I think he's playing the matchup game. He saw who the Rams are playing. He went with the Saints because they're playing the fucking Falcons. Odell's a complete wasted pick. He's got – his pieces are okay, but, man, he needs he needs help. Like, he they're – his second flex is, is, is like a question mark. You look at his team. Who the fuck is he going to play? James Cook? Pickens? Yeah, that's what I mean. Watkins? Week one, yeah. you're going to play Watkins, but after that, I have no idea who he flexes. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I give Josh a 5.4. Um, definitely the worst. <clears throat> definitely, I think, the worst team that we saw tonight. Um, I think he got the worst grade last year, too. I think he yeah. got a whole, even worse. I, th- I think he got he worse like this year than he did last year. Four, yeah. He had like four quarterbacks or something last year. Um, yeah. He still made so, the playoffs. Maybe I'll do the same again this year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, a couple of injuries can it can take the big teams down. It, we see it every year. So, yep, you nail that waiver wire running back pickup, and yeah, and you're off to the races. So, yeah. Um, so we got all twelve grades. My average is a six point three one. Your average is a six point four zero. Um, so very close. I only made a couple adjustments as we went along. Like I said, I lowered Nate's a little bit. Yeah. And I think I, did I raise some, but no, I don't know. I think there were two teams. I can't remember the other one, but I did. I remember I lowered Nate like 0.2, yeah. I believe. I, yeah. yeah. I made one adjustment, um, but I said when I, I said it when I did it. So um, I think we've got two teams. We have two teams under six. We have two teams over seven. I have two teams over seven. You have three teams over seven because you gave us your score. 
set you over. Um, yeah, and I have three teams on their uh, six, actually. Eggy, Gus, oh, yeah, you do. and yeah. Josh. Yeah. yeah, so do I. I missed Eggy. So, yeah, three, three under, three over, and the rest are right in the middle. So, pretty balanced um, overall. I think I think there's still going to be some pretty good competition in your league as well, like there was last year. I don't think anybody's going to run away with it right away, which is good. It's, that's kind of been the theme across all the leagues so far that we've done. There hasn't been any uh, huge disparity between, you know, most of the leagues, so that's good. Everybody's still in it going into week one. Yeah, uh, you got anything you want to say to your league mates, Eric? You better, you better start fucking hitting waivers because I'm, I'm, I'm planning on holding this league down. You may have given a, a a Clark. You may have a better score. Juice, Juice. I know you personally. You guys may have better scores, but I'm gonna try to win this. Obviously, last year did not go well for me. I didn't <laughs> even make the playoffs. It was terrible. Um, Calvin Ridley killed me. I had a couple other picks kill me. I can't think of off the top of my head. I just know he's, he's one that burned me big time. Oh, did I have Derrick Henry? I think I may have had Henry. I think it was, I can't remember. All I, I had know, him, I had him in the dynasty league and, and you had traded him to me. So yeah, maybe it's okay that, but. all I know is I'm striving to improve this year. I'm hoping to obviously. You always aim in the win. Like to at least make the playoffs this year. I didn't even do that last year. But in you know, in the, to be a good sport, I will wish everybody good luck. From Mega Mark, Heisenberg, Woody, Casablanca, Clark, No Guts, Eggy, Skins, Hayes, Juice, and Josh. You know, all you guys. Good luck. Hopefully, if one of you guys does win it and it ain't me, hopefully you win the whole fucking thing because I want League 3. I would like to see League 3. It's the one that I, I'm kind of overseeing. I would like to see League 3 be the one to win the whole thing, obviously. Yeah. But Everybody wants their League to be the, the one that wins. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, it, it's a little bit of bragging rights for next year. So I, I know they're, uh, I know that League 2 has, has been bragging about it already uh, although so far this season. So hopefully it moves out of League 2. I still want to wish you guys all the best of luck as well. I hope you guys enjoy the judgment. I really want to thank you guys for listening to the show, uh, helping us out and participating yeah. in the, the redraft leagues. And with all the feedback and stuff that you give us for, for uh, segments on the show and stuff like that, you guys are awesome fans. So really appreciate that. And, uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. So, Good luck. Hope you guys call, all come in second, and uh, I can move my helmet back. So. Good night, year, and hopefully, hopefully we can get a third in here with us next year. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, we'll try to get it done and not do it on maybe next game. So. But, uh, good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening, and good night.